he has this thing that he tells you like in the first 10 minutes he says like no matter what happens like save goal whatever he always said like watch ready go next so it's like the sequential order of like kind of what you're supposed to do welcome to the lax goalie rat podcast every week we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies coaches and special guests this is the lax goalie rat podcast now your host Coach Damon Wilson. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, goalies from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Damon Wilson, and this is the show 100% dedicated to the lacrosse goalie. And on this show, it's my job to track down the best goalies, coaches, trainers in our sport, interview them, and find out what makes them so great. We've got a great guest for you this week. It's AJ Barreto. You may remember AJ as Army's starting goalie for the previous four seasons. And if you love shorter goalies and their style of energetic play, then AJ is your man. He's listed at 5'6 on the Army website, and he is a goalie stud. He started all four years at Army. He's the St. Paul High School all-time leader in saves, which is saying something because both Hall of Famer Scott Bacigalupo, who I had on the show uh, a few weeks ago, and current Virginia goalie Alex Rode also went to St. Paul High School. AJ helped Army win the Patriot League title his senior year. He's an awesome guy and an awesome goalie, and I hope you enjoy this conversation with AJ Barreto. Before we get started with this episode, I want to read a word from our sponsor, and that is my own online Lax Goalie Rat Academy. This academy is perfect for that goalie mom or goalie dad or even that young goalie who wants to learn the position, especially if you're in a non-hotbed of lacrosse and struggle to get coaching or get training. This is it. This is your elite training. Now, there's no substitute for going out to the field and putting in the work and and taking shots. But in this academy, you're going to learn everything you need to do on the field. The academy has over 100 videos which cover technique like your stance and your positioning and your arc play and your save movement, all the basics to make a save. It covers drills like physical drills to get in shape, to be an elite lacrosse goalie, and also covers perhaps the most important part the mental game. It's just 40 bucks a month, and you can check it out at laxgoldyrat.com slash goal. That's laxgoldyrat.com slash goal. Enjoy the show. Uh, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. Let's bring it back. <laughs> there we go. Um, I got to tell you, I've, I've been wanting to interview you for a long time, and I'm glad we made this happen. Uh, you were one of my favorite goalies to watch. And uh, oh, really? just, yeah, nice. just so awesome watching you play. And um, you know, I've been wanting to get you on the show, so I'm glad we're able to do this. I, I always ask the goalies right at the beginning if they remember kind of their first time, their first time in goal, maybe they're even their first save. Do you, do you remember that? Uh, I remember the first time I put the pads on. So we didn't have a goalie, and one of my was my dad and my uncle were both the coaches. So they just had a group of like 10, 15 of us. Uh, we were playing, and no, no one wanted to hop in the net. So my dad obviously was just like, oh, AJ, he gave me the stick, gave me the pads, gave me the helmet, like the throat guard, everything. He just kind of tossed me in there. And ever since then, it's just kind of, I think I was like, okay, probably like afraid of the ball, to be honest, in the beginning. But 
uh, I guess it kind of worked out so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're all afraid of the ball at the beginning. I, there was this kid that emailed me a question today and it was exactly that. He's like, Hey, Dave, yeah. I'm, I'm just getting started. Like I am like deathly afraid of the ball. Um, and it's, it's, you know, the ones who are not afraid of the ball at the very beginning are the weird ones. If you ask yeah. me, <laughs> that's cool. So you, you were telling me you grew up in uh, the Baltimore area, kind of a hotbed of lacrosse. Yeah. So we're talking like probably pretty young. You started playing like organized lacrosse. Yeah. So I think it was about, I was about like seven, seven or eight. Like the first time we did like the big lacrosse camp. Um, and I'm actually from like a little bit outside of Baltimore. So I didn't really get into like the Baltimore lacrosse scene until probably like the middle school ages, which is still pretty young because Baltimore, like obviously a hotbed and everything. But I was definitely lucky to grow up in a place where lacrosse is like a, a big sport in that area. Yeah. And so like this, just this whole process of making saves, I mean, was it something that would you say came really naturally to you? I mean, one, one of the reasons I really like watching you play is because you're a smaller goalie like me. Yeah. Um, like I'm five, eight, right? So like, we've got to rely on our quickness and kind yeah. of play in a different style. Um, and I'm curious, like, is that something that came naturally for you? Or is that just, it was, it, was it like a linear progression or was there one camp, one season where it just all took off or how's that look for you? Um, I would say, yeah, like there definitely was a progression, but like from the beginning, I think, um, once I got used to like the balls coming at me, like at a, at a fast pace, I was like trying to put everything I had in front of it. So like, whether it was a stick, my foot, like I played, grew up playing soccer. So, mm-hmm. um, like those things. And then once I actually started to learn to like the movements, like the off stick side, like making my hands move faster, that was when I really like developed, I guess like a good playing style, but I didn't have like too much like focused coaching growing up. So it was just basically like, if I see the ball going in one spot, I'll put whatever body part it is there mm. in front of the ball just to stop it. Yeah. And if we had to describe your style, I mean, you're definitely, you definitely play like a higher arc and kind of like come out and, and yeah. challenge shooters. Um, right. I mean, is that how you would yeah. describe your style? Yeah. Yeah. So usually like once they come like in towards me, like I obviously don't take up too much space. So in like the, probably the 10, the like seven to 10 yard range. I'm just like playing as high as I can, taking up as much space. But when they get farther out, I usually like back up a little bit to give myself like a little bit more time to react and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, what would you say is your favorite part about being a goalie? Favorite part? Uh, I would say probably the, how much like a save can swing the momentum of a game. So like when it's, like an eight, eight game with like one of the top teams in the country. And then you make that one big save. It just like, it doesn't just invigorate me, but like everybody else. And I think it just energizes like our whole team. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest things that, that pushes me forward. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, n- no one can swing, a, swing the momentum of a game, like a goalie making a, like a yeah. huge one-on-one stuff crowd crowd goes crazy. Your sideline goes nuts. Um, well, crowds back before this, this whole COVID yeah. thing. <laughs> um, cool. So, um, so, so you're kind of growing up and, and, you know, learning how to play, not much coaching, um, kind of learning on your own. Like at what point did you realize that like, Hey, I'm pretty good at making saves and I could probably, you know, play lacrosse at the next level. Um, it was probably 
like the middle school, high school age time frame. Um, Cause I actually like split between goalie and attack all the way up until probably like seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So, and then once like, I was like, I'm obviously small. So wasn't really playing on the attack side. So then that's when I like really focused on goalie and I don't know. I, it was just, I guess I kept making saves and I built like a lot of confidence as I kept going forward and it just, it kind of took off a little bit. And then I really focused on that one aspect of my game and it took me to where I am now. Yeah. Goalies ask me all the time, like what, you know, what's the right age to, to fully commit to goalie. Cause I think mm-hmm. when you're first starting out, like you should definitely play in the field. Yeah. Like even if you end up as a goalie, that field experience mm-hmm will help you like know the sport, know the game, know the defense. Yeah. So many it definitely, areas. Yeah. It definitely helped me with like the mics, my, my stick skills and like out of the net. So like, that was one thing that I tried to like separate myself a little bit, like try to be as athletic and have the best stick skills that I could. So playing attack all the way up until like eighth grade, even when like we were at West Point, like school shooting, I would always bring out like my short stick. Mm-hmm. So just like having that ability to use the short stick and incorporate it into like outside of the net helps tremendously. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, cool. So what was the um, recruiting process like for you at West Point? Um, was it like West Point or nothing? Were you, were you like, um, did you have a couple other schools you were looking at or how did, how did that go? Yeah. So they, it was like back when the recruiting process, like they contacted you pretty, pretty early. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, it was like the fall of my sophomore year when I got like contacted. my coach told me that schools were interested. So I contacted those coaches and like set up a bunch of different visits. Um, and I think I had a streak of like, it was probably like three weeks where I was just going to like different schools and like, I was missing like a bunch of schools. So I was like super pumped about that. Um, but then I ended with, um West Point I actually had one after that but like after I visited West Point and got to know all the people like Coach A and everybody I actually canceled the I didn't even go to the last school that I was supposed to go to and then I would say probably like two or three weeks later is when I like officially committed yeah. to West Point yeah so I had so like some other options but it was just something different about it that just kind of drew me to it yeah, that was going to be my next question. There's what what was it about West Point that you like so Honestly, much? I think it was like different schools like put you with different people and like at at certain schools I only had like the person taking me around and like their group of friends that I really met on the team. Like we obviously went in the locker room and like I met some people, but when I went to West Point, we I think they had a scrimmage the next day, but like I got there on a Friday, I went to class and everything. And then after practice, like everybody just hung out with everyone else. So like, mm-hmm. I got to know, <laughs> it was pretty crazy, probably like 75, 80% of the team. And like, they were all just like super cool people, like down to earth and some of the most hardworking people. And it was just like one thing that I wanted to be a part of. Um, nice. So it was just kind of like what separated it. And like, I already knew like the whole academics, like that was one big thing. And West Point's like a big academic school. So it already checked that box. Yeah. Awesome. What would you give if there's a high school kid, you know, a high school freshman, sophomore, 
out there listening to this, what, what advice would you give them about the, about the college recruiting process? I would basically just say, take in all your options. And then like, you kind of have an idea of like what you want, but just be open to what other people's opinions are and like what other schools can offer you. Cause you might have like, cause growing up, like I, I really wanted to go to Princeton like that was like one of my things. And then once I like looked at a bunch of different schools. I, I had no idea like really what college was about and like what I actually wanted to do and how it sets me up for like the rest of my life. So it's just kind of like a tough decision. But if you have all these different perspectives and things that go into your decisions and you're open to it, it, it definitely helps you make the right decision for not just like four years, but for like 20 or 30 down the line. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. I mean, I I um I started playing lacrosse in in college and so like my college decision like didn't have anything to do with mm-hmm. lacrosse, but it was still difficult. It was still like yeah. incredibly like, Crazy. you know, you know, but at the end of the day, like this is probably true for you. I know it was true for me. Like I was deciding between two schools. I probably would have been great at both. You know, like yeah. if you ended up at Princeton, you probably would have had an amazing experience as well. So like oh, yeah. just think about like you know, it's going to work out, I think is, mm-hmm. is, is, a, is a lesson to take away. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, well, awesome. So then um, you get to West Point. Now, is that kind of the first time you've ever had um, some like goalie coaching? <laughs> uh, so I had a little bit like when I was younger, okay. I went to a guy named John Weston for like four or five sessions. But a goalie man. Yeah. 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 So, but he was, uh, like it, it took like, thank kudos to my parents, but they, he lived about like two hours away. So okay. I only could get like three or four sessions with him. So, um, he's probably the, I guess, biggest goalie coach up until this point. Um, but yeah, some of the stuff that he taught me, like I definitely carried on even like the three or four sessions I had, they were super impactful. Um, but yeah, that's basically yeah the only coaching I had up until this point. Nice. Was it was it like purely technique that he was teaching you, or was it kind of some more mental stuff, or what? What was the? Uh, what did you guys cover? A, a lot of it was technique. So, mm-hmm. uh, actually, I think the first time I went to him, he like does this thing where he's like, "I'll oh, get into your stance," and then, and then he points like to all the different spots that he could score on you. And like when he looked at mine, he was like, "I could score on you," and like. <laughs> every single spot I went to, I was, I felt like I felt so bad after that. I was like, dang, like this dude is gonna, he's got to help me out like a lot. And he definitely did. Um, so he switched up like probably like my stance, like where I held my stick and everything. Um, but I think the biggest thing that he helped me with, he has this thing that he tells you like in the first 10 minutes, he says like, no matter what happens, like save, goal whatever he always said like watch ready go next so it's like the sequential order of like kind of what you're supposed to do when uh like you're facing a shot and i carried that all the way through my entire lacrosse career like up until uh i graduated from west point so like that helped me a lot with like my mental game what does that mean watch ready go next so yeah so the first part is like watch the ball and like wherever it is in the stick, um, then ready, just make sure like your feet are set, hands are up and everything. 
and then like right when the shot happens like explode to wherever it's going to go like what whatever um type of shot it is and then whatever happens goal no goal whatever just focus on the next thing next it doesn't shot. even have to be like a shot and just like the clear mm-hmm. but Got yeah it. i i think i said it like anytime uh a goal went in i saved a shot i cleared whatever picked up a ground ball you would say that to yourself watch ready go yeah. next i love it yeah i love yeah. it yeah one of the things i teach um is called the reset routine and i learned it from um Jack Starr, the goalie at Yale. And, okay. um, and it, it, it's like, basically after you give up a goal, you, it's a, it's a routine to re, to reset. And one of the things, a part of that routine is like some verbal thing. Like you got to say yeah. something to yourself and that's exactly what you're doing right there. It's like, watch ready, go next. And that gets you like back into it. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I think the big thing too, is like when you, when you say it, like you actually say it out loud. Yeah. So like, cause when you hear yourself say it, I think it's, it has a lot more impact on you than just like think about it in your head. Cause you have like a thousand things going on in your head. But when you say it out loud, it's like the one thing that you're focusing on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who are some of your, um, some of the goalies that you grew up watching? Um, I don't know. Idols yeah. or guys you really liked or guys you learned from. So the, probably the two like goalie idols that I had growing up were Brett, Brett Queener and Matt Russell. So like those were the two big people that I tried to like emulate my game after. I think both because they're smaller size goalies and they're both like athletic outside the net. And that's just what I tried to or I wanted to emulate uh, when I got to like high school and middle school and everything. I would always try to like run out of the net. And everything. Yeah, um, this is the first time we chatted, but I knew you were going to say Matt Russell. I knew it. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because of the style and like, you know, smaller guys and like kind mm-hmm. of, you know, playing really active and coming out and challenges shooters. Like it's, it's the style is just right there. So I was, I was expecting to hear that. <laughs> yeah, That's cool. Um, so what was it like, you know, I imagine you arrived at West Point and it's just like a higher level of lacrosse than you're used to. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. How did you go about, um, you know, getting better, becoming a leader of the team. Uh, I mean, you eventually worked your way to, were you a two, two-year starter, three-year starter? Eventually uh, worked your I, way to a starter role. Yeah, I started uh, all four years, so. My shirt changed uh, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, freshman year. But, um, like, developing the confidence, I think it was just getting the respect of everybody on the team. So whether it's um like all the sprint work that we do like the weight room or like all the stuff like that um just showing everybody like how hard you're willing to work to achieve like what you want to achieve and then basically just taking shots like after practice like i no matter who it was like i mean in college across like everybody tries to get better after um so after practice so there's always like people shooting and everything and no matter who it was they would always like want a goalie and I mean who really wants to like step in front of just like 12 yard step downs and that was just one thing that I was like willing to do like my freshman year just to try to like get better and earn like the respect of all my other teammates and I think it it helped tremendously yeah. I tell you what, if you want to earn the respect to your team, like take, you know, be that, be that goalie that takes the shots after practice, yeah. you know? 
Um, that's awesome. So yeah, a lot of live shots for you. How many, how many shots a week would you say, like when you were at West Point, you were taken? I have, it was, I couldn't even put a number to it. I have no idea, but we like most drills, I would say like it kind of tapered towards the end. Um, cause we didn't do as many like shooting drills specific and they didn't have like goalies hop in. Um, cause we would always they like break a finger or something like that. And you'd be out for like a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely, I don't even know. Cause every, every drill that we had, they always threw a goal in there. Yeah. Whether it, it, I mean, was it had just, to like, be like, I mean, we're talking finger. hundreds, like 300, 400, oh. 500 shots a week. Yeah, probably. Definitely yeah. upwards of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's another thing I tell goalies too, is like, Hey, I want to get better at They say I want to get better at, I don't know, pick a shot, like my off stick hip shots. Yeah. And I'm like, how many off stick hip shots a week are you seeing? It's like, I don't know, like 15. I'm like, no, oh, hundreds, yeah, yeah. hundreds, you know, like, like really yeah. just get, get the reps. It's definitely up there. And plus, even if like, you're not getting those reps, just pull someone aside. There's so many people that would just like go out and shoot with you. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they would be receptive to be like, just shoot like right here. <laughs> Cause I mean, that's one thing that shooters have to work on too. Like that's a perfect spot to shoot. So yeah, if they get that repetition, it helps both of you guys. That's true. That's true. So besides like the live reps, which sounds like you guys did a lot of, a lot of live shots, were there any like specific uh, drills that you really like to do? Um, there is, uh, yeah, we do like a bunch of like soft toss. Like I do that. We did that before every practice, every game. Um, but other than that, like, honestly, we just did a bunch of shots and then using the short stick was one thing that I used to, to help that helped a lot. Yeah. Love it. Love it. What do you think was the toughest part for you about transitioning from high school to D one collegiate lacrosse? I think, I think it's just the fact that um, like in, in high school, you know, you have like people that are good. So you'll have like the four or five, like really good kids that, oh, this guy has like a cannon of a shot or like this guy puts it in the corner every time. But like when you get to college across, it's literally all six offensive people that you you have to worry about that have the ability to hit that corner, like have a 95 mile per hour shot. So it's just like the the talent level and like the speed of the game is also faster. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just like, everyone and there's so much depth like you can't just worry about like one or two people um you have to worry about everybody yeah that's awesome so then you end up earning the starting role your freshman your freshman year that's great um were you um would you call yourself a leader of the team at that point um freshman year uh i honestly probably not we had a pretty um like senior defense so my freshman year we had two seniors and a um, junior that were in front of me and they were like probably three of the best leaders on the team. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I didn't have to be, but um, I definitely learned a lot of their qualities um, and they just helped me out so much, just like it, with confidence in myself and just like what it means to be like a good leader and how to lead. Um, I think it's just kind of one of those things, you know, West Point's known for their defense. And every year that I was there, we had, I think, the best leaders on the defensive end. Mm, interesting. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I imagine a lot of people. And then sort of by your, I don't know, junior year, senior year, you've kind of, you know, you, you, you've learned those lessons. You've yeah. got that experience. You're the goalie. I, I imagine mm-hmm. you're sort of a leader of the team by that point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it was, it was definitely a good progression that I had and a lot of great people to learn from. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, I was going to ask what, um, you know, at West Point, like, no, let let me, let me ask it this way. I played at Cal in the MCLA and like after we won, like we would have an adult beverage, you know? Um, what did you guys do to celebrate? Um, so after every game, uh, everybody would go back to the locker room and then all the parents set up like a big tailgate for us. So like, that was one spot where like everybody could hang out, like no matter who it was. Um, but then like, and like my, I didn't live like too far, but usually like you go to the tailgate, hang out with like everybody's parents and then you'll go out with like your parents, um, see them for a little bit. And then I guess, depending on the night, sometimes like it's it, there's like a pretty strict like when you're 21 like yeah you'll you can go out mm-hmm. um but there's only a few places you can go to um so honestly it's more of just like hanging out with each other and everybody else's families awesome yeah that's awesome love it um was there a time in your career where you were the, uh, where you were the backup? I mean, sounds like not, not at West Point, but I guess, I guess at, at high school. Uh, my, I mean, my freshman year, we, I was on JV. So okay. like I started JV and then they, they'd have me suit, suit up for the varsity game. So I, I didn't get like any playing time at all there, but um, I at least got to hang out with, like the varsity goalies and like everybody else there just to like get to know them. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, St. Paul's in Baltimore. St. Paul's. Um, I feel like we just talked about that. There's other great goalies that went there, right? Oh uh, yeah. There's um, Gunnar Walt was, I think he was five years before me. Okay. Somewhere like that. And then the big one, Scott Bashigalupo is probably the, one of the best goalies ever. <laughs> and he went there too. That's it. That's it. I interviewed him uh, about a week ago. That show hasn't even come out yet. So, oh, really? um, yeah, yeah. And he, he mentioned it and he mentioned, I think he mentioned your name. So, um, awesome. I mean, wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Awesome. So then you, um, you know, you, I guess you finish up at West point and by the way, thank you very much for your service. Uh, really appreciate oh, it. I appreciate uh, the support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, was there any thoughts about like trying to give professional lacrosse a go or were you, or were you always, um, nah, uh, I got like a couple phone calls about it and coach a, me and coach a talked about it a little bit, but I think I was just ready to, I mean, I love lacrosse, like love playing, but it was one of those things where I was like, I'm going to start like the next chapter in my life. I definitely miss it. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of knew that I was probably going to hang up the cleats after yeah. my uh, senior year. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I got, I got to tell this, this one story. So, um, I've never told it on, on this podcast. My, my dad was in the army, right. And, and okay. um, awesome. And that's, and that's where he learned about lacrosse. Uh, not, not, not West point, like literally in the army. So like he's, oh, you know, okay. he's, he's stationed at, uh, Fort Ord in Monterey and doing, um, 
training. I think this is called an AIT training. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys still use that term, but anyway, so the first Lieutenant comes out and it's Lieutenant Steve Wood and um, he's fresh out of West Point, right? It's his first job. And he goes, you know, soldiers at ease. Hey, does anybody play lacrosse? And like, you know, my dad's standing with 30 guys, no one raises their hand. And he's, he's from Canada. Right? He's like, well, I've seen lacrosse. So he raises his hand and he's like, it's the best thing I ever could have done in my life. Cause then I got to meet, you know, he's still friends with this guy with Woody. He's still friends oh, with really? him. Um, and sweet. then he, and they got to play lacrosse with all these officers and kind of hang out. And, um, anyway, that was kind of like how our family got introduced to lacrosse. So I wanted to tell you that story. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Usually when like I, I get to like a new group of people, that's one of the first like questions I ask, like anybody play lacrosse or like anybody from Maryland, but yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just cool to see like so many people like in the army, like you meet so many different people from so many different states and backgrounds and everything just to like have that one common ground, like lacrosse, like one of my passions and like you have it too. It's like, it's just it, like puts a smile on my face. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, totally. I imagine. And especially if you can find another goalie, huh? I mean, there's something, yeah, no. I don't know if there's any other bond as str- between a positional players like may do face-off guys have that kind of bond i don't think so i, I think, go, I think I goalies the have the strongest bond yeah. i think it's definitely goalie yeah, yeah you know what everybody's been through <laughs> yeah you know what it feels like to get hit in the calf at like 80 miles an hour yeah was that the was that the worst spot for you every every goalie kind of has their their yeah. worst spot was the calf the one for you yeah definitely i think it's definitely the calf because it was always like it would always be like the smallest red mark too. It'd just be like a little circle, but it, it does the most damage in my eyes. Like anytime yeah. I try to walk around, it's just a struggle. Yeah. And same kind of in the shoulder too. Like if you get hit right in this oh, muscle yeah. right here, like you, oh man, it hurts to like lift your yeah, arm for like a week, but Hey, that's, that's what we sign up for as goalies. That's true. That is yep. very true. Awesome. Uh, what about a time in your career? Did you ever go through like a slump? And if so, you know, what, what did you do to get out of it? Uh, yeah. So it was mostly like the games where probably in like the first quarter, like the first three or four shots you see, like you just, they just go in like it, it happens. And, um, the thing that like I did to regroup, I just like, like I said before, like I always say like, watch ready, go next, watch ready, go next. Um, and then like, I just kind of like think about all like the goals that went in and like how I can, how I should have saved it, like how I could have remedied it, remedied it, like move my hands faster, like go over instead of under, like for an off stick side. Um, and then like, once I think about it, I think about it for like 30 seconds and then I just flush it all out. I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it now. And just like start from scratch. And that's basically what I do. Like I think about the things I did, how I could do it better. And then, then just dump it until probably like the end of the game. Yeah. And I, I think it helped um, definitely in certain situations in certain games. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I was a big, um, like when I played, I was a big, I had to get that first save, you know, like yeah. I, I was always like, I was feeling a little anxious mm-hmm. until I got that first save and I wish it wasn't that way. Um, because, know. Yeah. you know, like, but like, it just, it just is. And it's like that in many sports, you know, like in basketball, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you don't get a touch, first shot. yeah, if you don't get your first shot or if you make your first shot, you're feeling a lot more confident, you know, same yeah. thing in hockey, you get a touch um, and you just get into the flow of the game. So mm-hmm. a lot of that is just, 
is just natural. And even just for me, like a touch, like I'd always tell the face-off guy, like, Hey man, if you can throw it, win it back, <laughs> yeah, win it back to me, throw it back to me so I can yeah. get a touch and get in the flow of the game. Um, yeah, so I don't yeah. know, maybe it's just a natural thing unless you've got the, unless you've got the no, remedy. I definitely, I don't, I don't know if that helps everybody. I think it helped me, but that was definitely one thing. Like getting that first save was like a huge thing. Definitely like my freshman and sophomore year. I think I, I like developed more and more confidence, like in myself, like junior and senior year where like, if I let the first one in, it's like, well, let's get the next one. Mm. But it was definitely a, one of those things that I struggled with in the beginning. Yeah. Um, what was your best year? Do you think? Uh, it was definitely my senior year. Senior year? Yeah. Senior year at West Point. Why? Um, so one, we actually won our Patriot League championship. Um, (laughs) so, and then we, I think we set a record for our like West Point wins for lacrosse. And then just like, I don't know what it was about like our team, but we just felt like super close. And I don't know if it was just cause you know, it was my senior year. It's like the last time I'm playing lacrosse yeah. and everything. But um, I think I had my best stats um, and like my best accolades, like my senior year, but I think it was basically just because of how like close our team was and how much it meant to like all the seniors to win like that national championship or not national championship, uh, Patriot league championship. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congrats on that, by the way. Thank you. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, We talked a little bit about the mental game, but you know, obviously like being mentally tough is, is such a important component of what lacrosse goalies need to do. Uh, You talked about the watch, watch ready, go next is kind of your way of kind of getting back into it. Were there other things that you did other lessons that you kind of learned or studied um, for mental toughness? Um, no, I mean, I, I would consider myself like a laid back person. So it was just usually when something like funky happens, like a lot of bad goal in, I don't know. I, I think it was one of my strengths where like, I just kind of forgot about it. Like I just had that short term memory. Like everybody talks about, but like when you actually, like when you practice it and like do it like, Oh, I let that one in just like, uh, look for the next one. I think that like when you do shooting drills with uh, like the middies and you have like people going like left and right, I think that's one of the big things that, that definitely helps with that mental side. So like when you, when they like come across the top, like say you're doing uh, like on the run shots, like a sweep, like they shoot it. And then there's one that goes in that you think you should have or whatever, like, boom, you can't even think about it. Like there's another guy coming. So that was like one thing that I use, but I mean, everybody talks about the short-term memory, but it, it like legit actually works. Like all you got to do is forget about it. I mean, yeah. it's easier said than done, but uh, yeah, that, that was one thing that helped me a lot. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a cliche because like, it's true. Every goalie, yeah. every goalie I have on here and they all have their like different ways of phrasing it, you know, like goldfish yeah. memory or next shot mentality or Oh, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know, what, what, watch ready, go next. The next part mm-hmm. is, you know, is, is moving on. Uh, but yeah, it's so true and so important. So, all right, well, cool. Um, what do you think are some lessons that, you know, or things, I don't know about lessons, maybe some things that you guys do really well at West Point that you want to, that you want to share with like the youngsters out there. 
Um, I think at West Point, Coach A and the whole coaching staff, like we go down to like the bare bones. So like the fundamentals, the footwork, like any small, like minute detail that there is, we like work to death. I think that's probably why, why we usually have one of the better defenses because Coach A has the defense working on, I think it's probably the first like hour or like hour 15 of practice. I don't even know if the defense like uses their sticks. So like they do a bunch of footwork drills, like approach drills, like the attacks doing the same thing on the other side. So just like getting the footwork down because like stick skills are, I believe there's something that you can like develop and teach. But when you get to like the bare bones, all the fundamentals, um, that's what we definitely harp on at school. And um, is that, and then just like grinder mentality. <laughs> like when there's a the ball on the ground, like you're going to be the guy to get it. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who else is going for it. You're going to be the guy to get it. Um, but that's what, mm-hmm. those are the things that we work on probably to death at school. And they've helped us become pretty successful. Um, the, the dudes are playing awesome now. So been watching them a lot. I was going to ask you watching, you watching Wyatt. He's been oh, playing yeah. really well. Wyatt, he's a beast. Yeah. He is a beast. I'm super pumped to see him do awesome, like so well. Yeah. I, um, I made the save edit of, of one of his games, just all the saves. I'll send it to you. It's pretty oh, really? cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah sure, it's pretty please. cool. Um, yeah. He's honorable midseason, honorable all American. Yeah. Um, just balling yeah, out, man, balling out. So I know I'm super pumped. Wished him the best of luck. Uh, anyway, kind of going back to those two lessons. I don't want to get away from that. Cause that was really strong. Uh, what you said, um, our, our, co- our college coach was the same way in that, like when we started out in fall ball every year, like he would, you know, coach starting from zero as if you knew yeah. nothing, like building up the mm-hmm. fundamentals. Um, and I think that's really a strong way to coach. Cause sometimes you, you get a guy as a junior, he's a senior, he's like, Oh, I, I know what I'm doing. And then you get away from the fundamentals, even at yeah. the, even at goalie. Right. I mean, it can happen mm-hmm. at, at goalie where sometimes people go through a bad stretch and it's because like you're not in the right stance. It's because you're not in positioned on the arc in the right way. And those are like fundamentals. So yeah, I think that's a really important point. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I think it works with every single position. You just start from the bottom, work your way out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Um, what about uh, pregame rituals? What, what did you do pregame? Pregame rituals. Uh, I I would say probably like the two like kind of quirks that I had were one I always had like a white long sleeve like I wore the same white long sleeve like every single practice like every game and my senior year is like a, a university of Hawaii just like weird long sleeve like for no reason it was just super comfortable and I was like I'm gonna wear this for <laughs> the entire season um, so I wore that. And then for some reason, I also wore a watch every single game like I had and it didn't even work. <laughs> I don't know why I had it. It was just on like it felt super comfortable. Um, those are like the two quirks. Other than that, like, well, I, I didn't really do too much. I just had like a stretching routine, took a couple shots, tossed a couple balls around with other people. But yeah, those are probably the two like weird things. Everybody's got their weird things. Those are my yeah. two. That's good. So anytime we see AJ Barreto out on the field, the long sleeve is underneath yeah. his University of Hawaii 
Yeah. Um, and then you got the watch underneath the gloves there. Yeah. And then it's a, it was a Nixon, uh, Nixon like metal watch that didn't work. So <laughs> yeah, you always know I got those two things. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, did you have to go through, uh, any injuries fight back from any injuries? Uh, I was fortunate. I think I only had one. So my, uh, it was my sophomore year. <laughs> Actually, in the warm-ups of the Penn State scrimmage, um, when we were warming up, uh, I took a shot, like, straight to the thumb. And, like, I'd never really broken my thumb or, like, had a diagnose, like, broken thumb. So I didn't know, like, too much what it felt like. So, like, when it hit it, I was like, man, like, this is killing me. Like, it hurts so bad. But, I mean, I was a, a sophomore, and I was like, well, I'm still going to play. So, like, <laughs> I started the first half. Like I played like decent, but like not, not great. And then like, I came off and I went to our trainer. I was like, man, like my thumb feels like really bad. And he was like, oh, we'll just get it checked out when we get back. Um, and he was like, I don't think it should be too bad. I got the x-rays the next day and it's just like a straight clean break. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was the only, I was, that was the only time I really got injured, injured uh, that I had to miss Actually, I only ended up missing the other scrimmage and then got to play in the season opener. But yeah, it was, <laughs> I didn't think it was a big deal until we got the x-ray back, the straight clean break. <laughs> yeah. And you were only out for two weeks or, or it was a lot, lot longer than that. It was uh, actually ended up only being like a week and a half. And then <laughs> I, I convinced coach A to let me play. So I got, I had my, got my cast cut off and then they gave me a like a soft brace and then after the soft brace they had to put a wooden piece next to my thumb and then I had to cut my gloves to fit my hand in there and then they taped the glove around my thumb because it didn't fit but I don't know how I got coach A to let me do that but yeah so it was it was still broken yeah oh yeah yeah, oh yeah Sure. Did that, um, a couple, a couple goalies I I've, you know, have sent me questions where like they go through an injury and then it kind of like screws with their head. You know what I mean? Like they, you, when, oh, you, yeah, yeah. when you come back, like you're not as confident, like, mm-hmm. or you could, or you could not, you could take a concussion to the head and then all of a sudden you're like yeah. a little bit fearful. Um, did you have to go through that at all? I imagine not, but I don't know. How, not, how did, how did you, yeah. How did you, what would you so, recommend to those goalies? So it was, uh, I think I got the cast cut off on a Wednesday. So I only had it on for like a week and a half. Um, but that Thursday, that Wednesday, Thursday practice that I had, I played awful, like terrible. And I could have sworn like uh, Coach A was like going to let me play. And then he like saw like the two practices and then it was just going to be like, no, nah, it's a no go. But fortunately he had confidence in me. Um but I, don't, I just didn't even think about uh, like I didn't think the injury was going to be a problem like at all until like I tried to make some movements. But um, no, I don't really think it it hindered like my mental game, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff, because it was one thing I was like, a thumb can't make this much of a difference uh, when I'm playing. That's kind of how I rationalize it. Is it true? Probably not. But <laughs> Oh, I think I just used those like mental tactics to try to forget about it. Yeah. And did you alter, like, did you put your thumb behind the, 
behind the plastic or did you alter your stay your technique in any way or just just exactly no. the same i probably would have but when i played like i couldn't move my thumb at all so when they taped everything together <laughs> yeah it was just like a straight like i put my hand in like the way i would use it and then i just <laughs> tape the thumb around it yeah so lock it I in probably would have if i could but you're couldn't like, move it at all. put it like put it like this and then just lock it in in that position you're like all right, i'm good to yeah. go now yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah. That's basically what it is. That's awesome. All right. Uh, well, cool. Any any other cool stories of, of about West Point that that you want to tell us? Uh, I don't got too many cool ones, but uh, I got kind of a funny one. There was uh, it was my freshman year. Um, so like I got to start like all of my freshman year, and like it ended up being like freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year, but uh i missed the bus going to the game from the hotel uh my for the lafayette game and that's like on whatever they write in like your bio like they couldn't put started all games in career because i somehow missed the bus i don't even know like one of our officer representatives had to come back and pick me up in uh uh his pickup and then uh, like drove me to the game. <laughs> I got me and my roommate got there and coach A was just like, I'm not even going to yell at you. You're just not going to start. <laughs> I was like, well, I definitely deserve that. Um, but I, to this day, I have no idea how we missed it. We were just sitting in our room and then one of the guys on the bus called and we're like, you guys on the bus? Like, no, I didn't the bus leave in like 10 minutes. Like, no, man, we already left. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was probably one of the only like cool, fun, like little stories I got that, that I can think good. of right now. That is good. So you, on on the website, doesn't say started every it, every collegiate game. I don't think minus so. one, minus one. If it if it says started, it's a lie. It's only appeared and all because because <laughs> that one faithful game. Ah, that's good. You got you even got to play the you got to play in that game. I I, I think our yeah. college, our college coach is pretty strict too. And if I if I miss the bus, um, oh, you're you're, yeah. sit, you're sitting you're sitting that game. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Well, awesome, uh, AJ. Thanks so much for for taking the time to chat. And once again, thank you for you know the, your service and everything. And um, if you had to leave the goalies out there with with one final piece of advice, what what would that be? I think it's just you know, having confidence in yourself, like knowing that you can do, you, you can make that save, like you can get that ground ball, like you can do that thing, whatever it is that you do, whether it's goalie or life, whatever. But just like, if you do it with confidence, like there's, there's nothing that can really stop you. Just belief in your own self. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. But I appreciate you reaching out. Um, I was, it was nice to, to get back into like lacrosse talk because I haven't done it too much in, in a while. So I've been out of the game, uh, but I appreciate you reaching out. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Shout out to Wyatt. He actually gave me your email. Yeah. So th- thanks Wyatt. Uh, oh, making that happen. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that guy keeps balling this year. We're going we're gonna to be uh, watching. He definitely will. Yeah, he definitely will. I love it. All right, AJ. All right. It was nice talking to you. Yeah. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that conversation for your starter at Army West Point and an awesome guy, A.J. Barreto. I love what he was talking about, uh, that Coach John Weston, the goalie man, 
taught him, watch, ready, go, next. Watch, ready, go, next. It's an awesome little phrase. I kind of like that. That'll do it for this week on the show. I hope you, hope you learned some interesting things that you can use in your own game. Playoffs are right around the corner. Now would be a great time to get hot as a lacrosse goalie, and hopefully you found something in that conversation with A.J. Barreto that you can take to the field. That'll do it for this week. As always, get out there, get some work in, do well and be well. I'm Coach Damon. Take care. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson. 